Before we continue, one of the ways we keep all of our content for you, the listener, free of charge is our amazing sponsors, and today Anchor is one of those sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcasts right from your phone or computer. Anchor is going to distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere podcasts are listened to, and you can even make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. I'm Maria Menunos, and you're tuned in to AfterBuzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz begin. Hello, and thank you so much for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV, the home of the official after show for Netflix original series, Sweet Magnolias. Now, this is the place you want to be after every episode, because we have cast and crew sharing insight and valuable tips on character development and some of the behind the scenes that you can't get anywhere else. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and joining me is an incredible panel of hosts. Tammy, Kelsey, and Bryant are here with me. We are here to do episode one, season one, episode one, Pour It Out. And as promised, we have special guests with us. Now, you may know them from other TV shows, or you may just know them as Maddie and Ty Townsend. So please help us welcome Joanna Garcia Swisher and Carson Rowland. How's everybody Yay. doing? <laughs> yes. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We're really excited. So we have a few topics that we really want to cover today. So because this is episode one, we thought this would be a perfect opportunity to meet Serenity. So we'll talk about the divorce, the friends, and the family. Kind of Maddie's character and her relationship to Bill and Noreen, um, who the ladies are to Serenity and each other, and some of the family issues with Ty and Annie and Maddie's mom. So let's dive into this amazing conversation. <laughs> this well, is so <laughs> exciting. So excited. <laughs> Absolutely. So I'm going to go to my panel on this one. Let's get your feedback, Bryant. This show opens up with some fire and spice straight from Maddie's mouth. What did you think about when she laid it out in that courtroom? I was so happy for her. Already, like, I was, like, over Bill from that second. Like, he was just standing there, like, oh. And I was like, come on, Maddie, and him. And she did. I loved it so much. And um, just, um, you know, can, can, can I have a pen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was amazing. Like I loved how she just stood her ground. She was not gonna let him run over her mm -hmm. any more than he already apparently has. And I loved it so much. And when she ran out of there and Helen ran right behind her, it was perfect. Thank Absolutely. <laughs> how did you feel in that scene, Joanna? Because it's like we think Maddie Townsend, we see this sweetness, it's serenity, and she was like, I hope that guy, mm -hmm. you know, she just went in. <laughs> How did you feel about yeah. bringing that element of that character forward? I, you know, well, it happens that it comes, I come by it very naturally. <laughs> <laughs> That's sugar. Yes, I'm human. So like, you know, it's just in my blood. Um, <laughs> I definitely think meeting her in that moment when I was like going back and reading the script for the first time. And she's kind of known for those, those sort of Southern sayings and the way that she sort of has a way with words. And I think that's how she was raised. My mom was a lot like that. Um, but it's just like that moment where, and, and there's a few moments as the show goes on where she is just flabbergasted by him and how kind of, 
out of it and clueless he is. And I think that mm -hmm. that helps him in his journey too, because he's sort of in a fog and he's gotten himself into this situation and he's got a lot of responsibilities that he's gotten a younger woman pregnant and he's sort of walked down this road and it's just gone real sideways for him. And Maddie is definitely excited to be there to remind him that he has three children. Yeah. 20 years of marriage mm -hmm. there's a lot that he needs to remember and um you know he's still he still kind of stumbles throughout all of those 10 episodes and maddie is definitely delighted to be there to remind him of all of that but um, but also too i think it gives him such a great um journey for his character mm -hmm. too and i don't want to speak for chris because i hope that you guys get a chance to do that too but i really love the character bill i actually really love the character of noreen as well um mm -hmm. And I like very much look forward to seeing what their relationships look like if, you know, season two happens, fingers crossed, um, where it's just, you know, it's real. This stuff really happens in real life and it's mm -hmm. messy and life is not black and white. And, um, hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. I didn't want to shy away from being angry and, and being really frustrated and sad, but I also wanted her to have a real backbone and, um, you know, she's raising these kids and, and needing to be there for them. And, and it's just, there's just, it's a, it's a, just a storm of, of chaos. And you don't really understand how it affects everybody until it starts to kind of, you know, come in on her. And that moment mm -hmm. is a moment where she's like, is this guy really trying to take my house? I don't think so. Yeah. So. Heck no. <laughs> I love that, Tammy. Did you want to weigh in on that? Yeah, well, I was just shocked, you know, just from the get-go. Like you said, Joanne, the storm. I mean, you open with the storm. There's no let's hold the audience's hand and, and gently walk them into some trouble. You're literally walking into a storm as a viewer. And you know, to see the storm that you're going through as, you know, the, the soon to be ex-wife and what, yeah. what Ty is going through and what Kyla, like what all the kids are going through. And it was really one of those, like, fasten your seatbelt. Here we go. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> For the good and the bad, you know, it's like, mm -hmm. you see, yeah. um, you see all of these characters kind of just experience this trauma, this, you know, tsunami that's kind of hitting them and trying to do it in, in a way that they're, you know, you can tell they're good people and uh, they're, they, you know, they come from good stock and they believe in good things, but it's like, mm -hmm. it's hard to juggle all that. And it's, it's messy at first. And, um, but they all come together in the end, they survive. And it's, it's, uh, it's definitely, um, a, it's a story about people. And like, do they survive yeah. though? <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh no! Oh, Arson, you are gonna get in trouble. So, no, <laughs> no, good. not, no, not. <laughs> not, not with that face. So we, we've been saying, with that face. <laughs> yes, just to talk a little bit. I about, know it's yeah. this most perfect little and that ever. chain. Look at that chain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My brother convinced me to buy it. So I love <laughs> it. You're cool. 
<laughs> I love to see that your brother in real life is helping you through just like your brother on the show. <laughs> right? yeah. So I love that. Yeah. And now I'd love to share, um, Kelsey, I think, do you, do you have the social media pulled up? Cause we saw, um, Carson had post, well, Sweet Magnolias on Netflix Let's had look. posted something, um, that Carson had said. So let's share that. If you that Carson yeah. had said. The, yes. the behind the scenes of Sweet Magnolias with Carson Rowland, who plays Tyler Townsend. Carson says he relates to Ty in a number of ways, including having the tendency to, uh, to take his justifiable emotions out on people that might not deserve it. Oh, Ty. Yeah. <laughs> he yes. also said that hard work and dedication are all you need to be successful. So whether that is in baseball for Ty or in front of the camera for himself. Mm. That was lovely, Carson. Yeah, my, yeah. <laughs> my mom can definitely attest to the to the first part of that sentence, <laughs> um, because there there's been plenty of times where uh, I've been frustrated at at school or um, at work, and I have unjustifiably taken out against her. And obviously, that happens with my uh, TV mom, Joanna, as well, um, because there's just so much going on um, in Ty's life. And I'm sure like thousands mm -hmm. of kids experienced is, is experience, are experiencing what, what Ty is experiencing in the show. And that's one, one thing yeah. I just love about the show is that it's, it's just so real, it's so authentic. Mm -hmm. And it's just, there's, there's a commonality between all the storylines here. Like you can hear this, this some of the storylines happening like to your neighbor or to yourself. And it's so relatable in that aspect. And I feel like for Ty, he just, he doesn't know how to handle all those emotions. There's so much going on. I mean, he doesn't know who to blame. He doesn't know um, whose side to choose. And it's a lot for a 16-year-old kid. And I, I wanted to justifiably kind of present that in the character of Ty, that there's just so many conflicting emotions. And he's such a nice kid. He has such good intentions. But a lot of times, mm -hmm. it just doesn't come out the right way. Oh, but you like you break my heart all the time. And even working <laughs> together was just so it was my some of my favorite moments on the show. But Ty's such a good kid. I mean, you mm -hmm. even see as things mm -hmm. unfold and you know, the just the, the real character, the real backbone that you have is so special the way that you take care of so many of your friends and um and moments that are like adversity and I don't I'm trying to like time it out where it's like uh what happened in what episode yeah. <laughs> <I know. laughs> you can only hope that your teenage son is like that and so oh, Ty is just, yeah. thank you son it's so relatable and I feel he's like a, it's relatable it's like relatable for any age you know it's I mean I'm not 16 but I remember being 16 and I remember feeling that way and I think everyone feels that way so you do such a great job at just kind of showing your emotions and showing what you're going through without like overdoing it's like it's real it's and it's so relatable so well done for both of you honestly it's like <laughs> in so the much. mother the I mother like, so son relationship oh, yeah. yeah there's a lot of I mean I think anyone in the south or really any any um any kid that has any sort of athletic ability and comes from a city or a town that puts a lot of pressure on those kind of things and um, a lot of importance and, and they, you know, put a lot of stock in that, you know, the, he's the, he's the golden boy. He's the boy that, you know, really actually out of the 1% of all of the kids in the world that play little league, this kid actually could have a career. And so mm -hmm. there's a lot of pressure that comes with that. And, mm -hmm. and um, you know, it just like so happens and maybe just like the TV moments, but to have like an ex, you know, 
baseball star yeah. be your coach in your hometown but it's just like you see that real gumption and that there's a lot of pressure just to be that kid not to mention a kid that is experiencing like a a messy divorce in the midst of a really small town mm-hmm. right yeah, I, I, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, I remember I, sitting I'm down with Cheryl and oh, just kind of just oh. Oh, sorry. Uh, I remember sitting out with Cheryl Anderson, the uh, the writer for the show, and we kind of discussed this whole growth of Ty's character and just how mm-hmm. that in the beginning, it should feel a bit abrasive with like, especially with his dad and, and then with his mom and mm-hmm. even his siblings. And there there is this amazing growth that I won't spoil for you guys throughout the show that is just Ooh. amazing. And I was so honored to play this character because it was, it was so um, so complex and so detailed. And I'm so excited for people to see it. And you're so good. <laughs> We're excited no, too. Good. Kelsey, I know you've had something. I was just going to ask the two of you, I mean, already it's only the first episode, but you can tell the connection you two really have. And it's such a, just a real connection. Did you two click right off the bat? Did you have some fun bonding things that you did? How did that play out? I mean, I think we also, we're both from Florida uh, we have like we were raised in like similar backgrounds, and I think that mm-hmm. we just instantly connected on so many levels. And um, I mean, he's like a rocket scientist too. I'm not gonna like brag on him. No. I'm hoping <laughs> he's literally just like, a genius. So um, I just no. I adored him from the beginning, and also too just to see the opportunity to get him to experience like all these kind of the, a few firsts for you on the show and it was like really fun yeah, to just yeah. have that like that and I instantly felt that love and that that desire to kind of you know like be a mama bear but also um you know it was just we I it, it was just some of the most beautiful scenes in the show mm-hmm. I think are written between our characters and um it was fun to try on what it felt like to be a mom to a 16 year old kid <laughs> by the way he's not he's an actual grown man and taller than me, but, but like whatever. Whatever. Um, but, um, but yeah, it was definitely. I, I mean, I, I, I'll speak for myself in that. But it was. We did have that instant connection and instant chemistry, and I think that our characters, because we were given so many opportunities to have some really big heart-to-heart moments mm-hmm. and some tense moments too, we were e- instantly able to kind of like share in those those that journey. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. I still remember the first day that Joe came on set and we were sitting, we were filming at the church and we were just, we we're sitting in the little uh, dressing room slash um, kind of green room area. And we just start talking and we, we were talking for probably an hour. And yeah. that doesn't happen with everybody, as you guys know. I mean, you don't just sit down and talk with someone for an hour. And we were talking about everything like from where we're from, where we grew up, how we grew up things we enjoy. And then I found out that her husband is Nick Swisher. And I was like, oh my gosh, I love the Yankees. And so it was just, it was this incredible, I mean, one hour conversation ever since then. I was like, she's not only a friend, she's a mentor. And also like, I mean, an amazing co-star that I was just so blessed to work with. That is so beautiful. And, you know, to be honest, it translates. So as we watch, Mm -hmm. we can see that there is another layer and level and a different frequency of connection with you guys. So it's powerful that you were able to have that. Now in talking about connection, especially, you know, with the characters, we also start in this episode one and really get to learn about Maddie and her friends. So Helen shows up, she's strong. She rides for you guys. Mm -hmm. Let's talk about that connection and what you love about being able to interact with 
Helen, aka Heather Headley. <laughs> yes, by the way, she is my hero on so many levels. Um, I just, I can't explain how I feel about her and also to her character. I mean, obviously, you know, getting the opportunity to, to see like who this woman is on, on a real level, not to mention she's enormously talented, her beautiful voice and her spirit. And, uh, she had just had a baby when we were shooting this. So she, we were like, I was going home for my glass of wine and she was going home to breastfeed. Um, <laughs> by the way, there, that, the like, I definitely was like, am I going to have another baby? Like she's, she's killing it. And then there were scenes where, where we'd be in between takes and she was like, and a chair. And I was like, no, I'm not doing it again. I'm not doing it again. <laughs> <laughs> um, um, but just who she is and gosh, I mean, I like, I, I, she was, she plays a beautiful brilliant character that is not identical to who she is, but Lord, does she bring that strength and that beauty and that grace to this character that is so powerful. I mean, my husband has a full-blown crush on her. Like, and I, I just like, I look at her and, and Helen and, and just how strong she is and how she's just really the person that every single person calls in that town when they need it. And she's there. She's got the time. She's got the space. Like even for um, my children, you know, to be there for all of those major milestones, making sure the kids get home. But then the townspeople who, you know, someone's having a legal crisis, someone needs this kind of, you know, advice, someone needs her to defend them in some capacity. And, and, and certainly she does that um, to help Maddie rebuild her life in a way that Maddie, at, you know, first glance was not very appreciative of, but um, I think she's just so rattled, but Helen's so completely aware of the fact that her life is just about to like, is being turned upside down. And I don't know that all of the realizations have hit Maddie in that moment, but she's like, wait a minute, you're not like my husband's trying, he's left me, he's got pregnant, and my kids are going all over this, da, 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 da. Mm -hmm. and now you want me to like take on a job? Like, what are you talking about? But the reality is, is of course she has to take on a job. She's not married to Bill anymore. Like she's going to have to pick up pieces and Helen's character is, um, I feel like she's kind of like that, you know, she's like that mama bear, that backbone of just mm -hmm. like kind of figuring out. But then you see as the show unfolds, the vulnerabilities that she experiences and the, um, uh, um, you know, the importance that she put on being there for everybody else in their life. And, um, and then maybe there's some things that are missing for her. And so it's yeah. just, a, I don't, I, I mean, I just, I'm majorly team Helen. I love Eric and Helen. I'm like shipping all of it. I oh love that God. so much. And it was so beautifully said and so full. So I want to get into that a little bit more. And maybe Tammy, you can weigh in on this. But that bar scene, when we see all of the women together for mm. the first time, and we really learn about the sweet magnolias and the three of you, uh, your friendship combined. Tammy, what did you think about that bar scene and, you know, how they had to get into it? <laughs> first of all, I wanted the recipe to those beautiful cocktails that Dana Sue's made. Yeah, I have them all. <laughs> We're going to need those. Oh, yeah, we need those. <laughs> And I, I just love the fact that the character of Maddie has that safe spot to go to, that safe place to go to, mm -hmm. because coming out of that, that terrible moment with Bill and, you know, walking out of that and just feeling like your world is falling apart, um, just having those years of friendship 
yeah. where you can just be you yeah. and you can just mm-hmm. feel angry and, and bite back and not have any of those delicious cocktails. So you're just not in the mood to <laughs> was like, that's so great. Just seeing that kind of friendship is yeah. so beautiful. It really is such a powerful thing. And it's something that um, when we shot our first margarita night scene, it was also just a really beautiful, um, just the way that they uh, were so adamant about shooting the show and wanting it to look different and wanting it to look really real and um, not spending so much time on perfecting the lighting and having shots that are moving. And there is a real stylistic choice that they, that they, put so much energy into creating a place that didn't feel cookie cutter. It, it you know, Serenity right. is obviously a small town. There's like a, you know, beautiful scenery. There's a beautiful backdrop, but they spent so much time wanting to bring it back down, bring it to reality, bring it into like a place where you actually felt like you were sitting in people's living rooms. So in terms of, it was just a really beautiful, that night when we shot that scene, the way that the cameras were on, the, you know, the different jibs and like how they were moving around and capturing moments. And it just didn't feel like how we normally traditionally would shoot a scene and cover a scene. And then having Brooke and Heather there and just sitting and literally kicking off our shoes and just the nature of what those scenes are is just about us being together. And we had so much fun. It was, you know, three hours. It was was probably a four page scene. It was probably three hours we spent on that scene. And it was our first margarita night. So it was super important. And, um, I walked out of there and I said, if we can, if people can feel what we felt in that moment and that friendship and that camaraderie and that comfort level and that sense of, you know, community and being there for each other, um, we will have a show that I think people will grab onto. And so it felt like that. And I think we all really look forward every episode to those scenes that we got to, to do that with. And it just, you know, these conversations that I have with these, as a as the character of Maddie, were the same kind of conversations that I would have with Heather and Brooke in real life, being a mom, like all over the place. And all the, my dad got very, very sick and actually ended up passing away just about a month after we finished shooting. It was very, very oh, sudden. But having these women, that. thank you. Um, having these women just pray over me and pray for my father and like sing to me and love on me and just get me through all of that. It was, yeah. it was magic. Sure. Yeah, way, absolutely. Maria's yeah. gonna be like, nope, no doubt Joe cried on this. I cry on everything. <laughs> <laughs> well, rightfully so. And you know, I really loved the I loved that scene with you guys too, because like you said, you guys were saying people that can communicate with each other and be raw. And they were so empathetic mm-hmm. without being like, What's her attitude? or don't worry, we'll get her on board. So Yes, it, it, it is. is. It's and it's so important yeah. because how can you how do you have the space to be yourself if the people you love most don't give you that room? Absolutely. Then you start to hide and mm-hmm. you know maneuver around life as if you're fine when you're really not. So it's powerful to be around people where you can say, Come on now, I don't feel like come on, I'm not drinking, I'm not doing nothing. Y'all are tripping. I'm and not I'm <laughs> to be a grouse. I just need to be I need to like be like if you know, crying in my Cheerios. I mean, and also it's like, especially right now for me watching that scene and being in the world and the, whatever we're living right now, it's like, I know the handful of people I can call. And if I'm having the worst day, the best day, I mean, literally day to day, you guys know, it's like, I can be so happy. I can be so sad, but it doesn't matter. I can call those people and I can be like, Hey, 
this is me today and they're totally yeah. fine. So watching that margarita scene, I was just like, that's so real. It's so like, I, I felt that and it's really special. And it's really powerful to have those yeah. people. I'm so happy. I'm so grateful that you felt that way. And I, I definitely feel like, especially now moving forward and look, we're all in a very uncertain time right now in our lives. And we're all experiencing similar levels of uncertainty. You know, certainly some of us are experiencing this in a much more difficult way than others. And obviously, you know, we, you know, are, have all of those people. We're doing all we can to, you know, raise money, support, be there for people that, mm -hmm. that are really being affected by this. But, um, and then doing our part by staying home and all of those things. But at the end of the day, this is a really traumatic time in terms of what we're all experiencing and as humans. And it's something that we worldwide, like we're, we're all in this, in this moment, nobody mm -hmm. really knows what's going on. There's new information all the time. And so I think that like, there is a level of knowing who your tribe is, knowing who your village is and just yep. being able to rely yep. on that and what you're going to look forward. Someone asked me in an interview the other day, what do you hope for in terms of relationships and friendships? And I said, I certainly just hope that we can walk out of this, not judging each other for, you know, our certain levels of comfort or whether they're wearing, mm -hmm. I mean, obviously we should all be wearing masks, but you know what I mean? But like, oh, did my, my friend was like, ah, she let her kids out of the car at the driveway birthday party. And I was like, okay, but listen, we're all trying to do our best. Yeah. Let's yeah. just take it yeah. down a notch yeah. and just really be there for each other. Cause this is a lot. This is, this is an incredible, <sighs> um, incredibly humbling yeah. experience that we're all having. Mm -hmm. And so my hope is that, and this show really celebrates that. This show mm -hmm. celebrates the idea of just complete unwavering support and love. Mm -hmm. It really and does show. And keeping it real, which is my yes. personal right. favorite part. I'm like, you can't front in here. This is some real stuff going on. Yeah, totally. <laughs> so we get an introduction to um, Dana Sue, and we talked about the friendship. But Brian, I'd love for you to weigh, weigh in on this. What was your picture of Dana Sue? not only with her daughter, but with Sullivan's and what she brings to the community of Serenity. What did you get from that? Definitely. I think it was hard for me because I didn't want to judge her because I know she's going through so much, but just in the interaction with her daughter in this first episode, I, I can just tell that she's so absolutely hard on her. And sometimes mm -hmm. it's like so hard to watch, you know, you know, parents always want the best for their children yeah. but sometimes it's hard to watch when it's just like a little bit too much you know but I obviously I know the intention I know her heart is in the right place she just wants the best for Annie um but I love seeing that side of her how vulnerable she is because I can tell that she puts up this front of being super super strong and wanting to have her hand in everything but at the same time she also wants help you know so you know going back to it Joanna when you said about the margarita nights that's obviously where she gets her help you know she where she can unwind and and yeah. kind of de-stress from everything and we actually had Norman and Cheryl on us for a pre-show where they talked about how they want us to feel like the fourth brand, like the fourth person at Margarita Night sitting there with you guys. So I can see that. I can see that from all three of you, how like inviting you are and everything. So just love seeing Dana Stu's just vulnerability and how she's trying to like help everybody, but then she needs to go back and help herself as well. <laughs> mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And she's built so many walls. Yeah. She's experienced a lot. And she's also, I mean, that job is such a high pressure, stressful mm -hmm. job. Like it is relentless. And I think that like, I mean, I love all of the characters in the show for so mm -hmm. many different reasons and watching their journey, which is what I love about the show. Cause I was saying to people and like Carson can see this. I was like, one of my friends, she has a 12 year old daughter. She's like, is this something my daughter would want to watch? I said, absolutely. Like they've yeah. got the heartthrob boys and um, the, you know, <laughs> the love affair and all of those things. Like, and then their journey and their real, like there's something that every age group can really relate yep. to, I think. Yep. And I think with, you know, Dana Sue and not to speak for her 
for her on behalf of her character. But one of the things just as someone that was, you know, experiencing the show with her and watching the show now back, having seen it all, she really does have that humbling moment of like, you know, she was, she, Ronnie's clothes are, they are scorched. The, 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 the earth is scorched from where she burned his stuff on and put it on fire. And she survived, she's moved on. But like, there's a lot of, there's a lot of scar tissue there. There's a lot of, mm-hmm. ba- there's a lot of wounds. And so yes. you see that slowly peel back. And I think her character unfolds in such a beautiful way. You, you instantly, when you meet, when you come to the show, you know exactly what Maddie is dealing with and you know what's mm-hmm. on her. And you start to really see right. where Helen's headed and, and what her journey's like. But with Dana Sue, it's like, you see that there's so much, there's so m- many walls that have been built. There's so much scar mm-hmm. tissue and damage. And you start to see all of that peel away and the real level of healing. And you know, it's that same thing where it's like your kids are your greatest teachers. It's so easy to want so mm-hmm. much for your children that you like want to micromanage them. But what you realize at the end of the day is they're going to be like really incredible humans. And partially because you've raised them, you know, yeah. with those morals and you've shown them good things and all of that kind of stuff, but like really in who they are. And Annie is such a great example of that, where it's like Dana Sue at the beginning doesn't have time to listen to all mm-hmm. that journey, but then it's like, it hits her like a ton of bricks and it's like, okay, I got to listen and I've got to be present and I've got to see that. And it's her, her journey is to me really powerful. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I would have to agree because when watching, you know, you can't help but make a parallel to your own life. And what I saw and what I hope you guys were hoping to give to us is that she still has some healing to do. And when oh. she goes through something yeah. like yeah. firing Chef Brad, that is a mm-hmm. real shakeup because here you have another mm-hmm. untrustworthy man in your face. He was a little bit threatening. You know, he had a little bit of an ominous feel to him. You know, he felt a little threatening. Um, yeah. And just having to deal with that. And, you know, taking it out on the people around you is kind of, you know, another overarching theme for this, whether it's Ty, um, Maddie, or Dana Sue. And so we're really seeing that. So for me, I'm hoping that Dana Sue gets the healing that she needs, especially oh, for any The sake. healing that she needs, don't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> okay, <laughs> <so> excited. <laughs> no, I know, I love all of it. I can't wait. We cannot wait. So Carson, since we're talking about Annie, that's your friend in the show. So let's talk about that because Mm. your friend in the show and we, you know, you guys are going to high school together. And of course you have Kyle there. So what do you think about, we learned early on that this is one of Annalise judge first roles. So how was it working with Annie and interacting as Ty. Um, Annalise is just so talented. So working with her was just so much fun. Um, same thing with, with Logan. I mean, these are just really talented young actors and to work with them was such a pleasure and an honor. Um, it was from the beginning. I mean, we were like the youngest people there. So we really had, we really spent a lot of time together learning, uh, getting to know each other and stuff like that. So developing the connection like Joe and I did was really essential for, you know, performing those kind of close interacting scenes. And Ty and Annie's relationship is, I mean, as you can see from the beginning, it's, it's complicated by like in every sense of the word complicated um, <laughs> because I don't know, I don't know what to give away and what not, um, but I'm just going to play it safe. Uh, it's complicated. So, <laughs> perfect, <laughs> um, perfect. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I want to weigh in, like I, 
complicated is perfect word to describe it because I felt like exactly what she was going through. Like, I don't know mm -hmm. if she really is feeling something for him, but just those little nuances when she's like, uh, like when he's like about to walk away and she's like, wait, don't go, you know? So it's like, yes. I, I was like right there with her. Like, I was like, come on girl, get your man. Like <laughs> totally high school me personified. So I was like living for her and I can't wait to see where this goes between the two, between Annie and Ty. What were your thoughts, Kelly? Yes, definitely. I was just gonna say, but then you have poor little Kyle. Oh, yeah. I know. <laughs> I'm it's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. It's so sad. And I'm thinking back because I'm like, I'm the oldest sibling. I'm like, did that ever happen to my sister? Like, oh my God, I've never been in that space because I'm like you, Brian. I'm like, girl, you go get him. You go get him. Mm -hmm. But then I love how they give Kyle just that little moment and you see how much he's hurting from that and mm -hmm. Tyler has no idea I mean oh it's just it's crazy I'm really excited to see how that unfolds I love this little triangle that they don't even realize is a triangle <laughs> oh it's so good yeah it's so good it's, it's like a love line it's, just yes, it's so <laughs> angsty like teen angst <laughs> I absolutely love that and you know maybe Tammy you can weigh in what did we think about her Instagram page and the anxiety of feeling like she wants to get out of serenity, but then met with the opportunity to have Maddie's great friend, Helen, step in and kind of be a different voice other than her mom. I totally related to that because that's how I felt. And I grew up, I'm from San Francisco and I grew up in the city, but I think it's almost instinctual to say, you know what, I want to get out of here. I know there's a great big world out there. So mm -hmm. when she started rebelling, and was doing that via this Instagram account. Like I totally got it. But then Miss Helen, she's mm -hmm. the Yoda with all of her wisdom, <laughs> you know. So great. So, I'm gonna use that. Yeah. <laughs> she, you know, she just kept it real and said, you know, I've traveled the world and I'm back. You know, and Annie said, Why did you come back? Like, why? She said, Because these people are the people that have always been here for me mm -hmm. and mm -hmm. this is where I belong this is where my family is and so I love Annie's she's wise she's she's young but she's super wise and I could see Annie really take in what Helen was telling mm -hmm. her um and I love that I just I love I love the history between the kids like we know Ty and Annie have grown up together um, but, you know, it showed in episode one, like, oh, that's so great. That's such a great relationship, um, friendship. But then when she kind of looked and saw him, like you had said, Kelsey, she saw him leave. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, my God, no. Oh, my God, she has feelings for him. Oh, my God, no. <laughs> Wait, what was that, Joanna? Oh, I felt the exact same way. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, Joanna, you were weighing in on the value of your friends being an influence on your children and not necessarily parents, but dot, dot, dot. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like the, you know, the ultimate auntie where you're just like, dang, I mean, one of my friends who's an incredible chef or one of my friends who's just, just a lot less high strung than me. And having those relationships for my girls to be able to pull from and be guided by and you know, it's just, to me, there's, it's like all hands on deck and it, there's mm -hmm. that old saying, it takes a village. And this is really genuinely 
what uh, a perfect example of that. I mean, it, it happens to be that when you meet all three of us, we're all single women. Um, and that I thought was a really interesting, um, just sort of kind of question of like, well, you know, how do you do it? How do you do it alone? How do you, do you do it alone? You can't do it alone. And it's like, you know, wanting to, to just, we all want to do what's best for our kids. And so sometimes it takes, um, you know, one of my, like, I want my kids to stay young forever. And my, one of my best girlfriends who has a daughter, same age as my kids, she's like, I can't wait to watch these girls grow up. And I'm like, oh, you're like way, no. <laughs> way to look at it because I'm sitting here mourning yeah. the fact that they're going to be teenagers, which God willing, they're going to be a hundred years old before they go and I'll be gone <laughs> by then. But like, but my point is just like, of course, like, why aren't I embracing this, mm-hmm. in, these incredible little creatures growing and like all that comes with that. She's just not phased by all that's to come at all where I sit and I worry about everything. And I'm like, you know, Helen has the time because she doesn't have kids of her own, but then you start to wonder like, well, you know, what does she want? Mm-hmm. Yes. And that was and right. Another thing is, yes. And another thing that's just amazing about the show is that there's the parallels between the younger generation and then the parent generation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're experiencing similar struggles, although at a different level. And the parents have this support system of friends and community which the kids aren't utilizing at the moment and so although there is this kind of aspect of learning and looking up to the parents but they just they're not mature enough to understand that they need the support system like their parents do and it's such a brilliant it's uh, by Cheryl Woods I mean it's such a brilliant idea because they're not utilizing that support system like their parents are and there's so many uh, parallels and similarities between the, the different classes and it's so cool to watch it pan out. That is very true. That is a great yeah, point. I agree. Absolutely. I'm Kelsey, were you going to weigh in on that? I was just saying, I totally agree. I'm like, yeah, amen right there. And I mean, <laughs> we've all been in that position, right? You, you get older and realize how cool your parents are. And you're like, oh, oh, <laughs> they do things that I am now like going to adopt, you know, and like kind of like take into yeah, my Maybe world. I should have listened to them. Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. exactly. But you also have to- Maybe they were right. They were <laughs> right. Mom's always right, always. Yeah. <laughs> Two yeah. years later, it will come back and I'll be like, dang it. <laughs> she was right. <laughs> but it's yes. like, it's, that's why this show is just so wonderful and realistic and relatable because it's true and it's real. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, I love bringing up the part about moms always being right, because we have this amazing woman that plays your mom, who I'm absolutely in love with, um, mm-hmm. Carolyn Lagerfeld. Yes. Yeah. She is such a bright star in this whole thing, and she just comes and lights your world up, is what I got. So how was it working You know, with her? I really appreciated her feedback. She told you, um, Maddie, um, you know, if you want to do it, do it. And if you don't, like, don't forget that you are able to chart your own path. And I think that that was something that could resonate with anybody and across all audiences and whoever's watching. So, I mean, I'll actually, I'll start with you, um, Bryant, if you want to share how you felt about, you know, Maddie's mom and that dynamic, and then we'll go to Joanna and see how she felt working with Caroline. 
<laughs> Definitely. It was, it's so amazing to see. And it, it reminds me so much of my mom, like just that whole co-mom aspect. It just pops in and just like, oh, hey, how are you? Okay, I'm just going to do this for you. Like, you know, don't even worry. Like, she's so <laughs> sweet. And, you know, just echoing exactly what you said, Jamie, just such a light in these trying times for Maddie and her family. Mm -hmm. So whatever she can do, you know, if she can take Katie and babysit her for a few hours while Maddie does whatever she needs to do to get herself together. That's perfect. You know, that's all the help she needs right now. And I just love how she, again, just going back to the wisdom of these generations, like she just shares such wisdom or such insights that Maddie totally forgets. She's like, oh gosh, you know, I can do things for myself or I, I can do, you know, focus on myself in certain aspects as opposed to just giving to everybody else. So I love how she just drops in, brings these little nuggets in and reminds everybody of what they, what they're capable of. And then just on her way, like, she's like, okay, bye, going back to painting. Like, <laughs> so cute. <laughs> she is, she's so great. And she has that, that vibe just in general. She's a total mama bear, but, um, the interesting thing about that relationship, which I like, it's such a, she is such a different person than Maddie. And I mm -hmm. think that Maddie, while well, everyone can, Maddie has hung her hat on, I am just so busy doing for my children and my husband and my life and da, 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 da that I just lost myself. It was a defense mechanism for, you know, probably just a little bit of control, a oh, control freak. Um, takes mm -hmm. one to no one. Um, <laughs> and just like, yeah, it's so easy to do for others because you don't want to sit here and think about what you're really missing. Mm -hmm. And the one thing I love about um, my relationship with my mom in this show is that, well, first of all, she's an artist, she's a dreamer. So she's, and it's mm -hmm. been very easy for Maddie to put her in a place where it's like, she's crazy. She's painted her boobs and put it in the public library. Like, <laughs> to, like, oh my gosh, I love her. Why she did that and she owned it and she actually <laughs> never feels like she has to explain herself for anything. Mm -hmm, she's completely man. aware of, someone's perception of her and her daughter's perception of her but she's so genuinely in her skin and who mm -hmm. she is that she doesn't even feel the need to preach there and and then when this mm -hmm. moment of like her daughter's life it's catastrophic she's like have a glass of wine maybe you know smoke mm -hmm. some weed I don't know I imagine <laughs> she does have her peace pipe at home and she's like, chill out like and there's a moment where like she comes to pick up Katie and I was like what Katie's not supposed to use a phone when, uh, unless I tell her, she's yep. like, well, aren't you glad she called me instead of someone else? And it's like, <laughs> okay, mom. You right. And there's so many of those moments. And in our trailer, mm -hmm. one of the best lines of the show, and I'm going to butcher it a little bit because I just genu genuinely do that. But it's like, see what happens when you allow yourself to dream. Mm -hmm. And that is such a beautiful concept where mm -hmm. she effortlessly does that. And she wants that for her daughter. She's not shoving it down her throat. She's exactly. just exactly who she is. And she is simply just leading by that. And she happens to be a very cool and fantastic and artistic and beautiful and powerful woman, but she is not trying to push that on anybody else, including her daughter. And mm -hmm. I think it's yeah. like, for me, as I, as I let, as I unfolded my relationship with Maddie, as we started to journey through this all together, the two of us, Maddie and I, um, I was like, really thought a lot about that of what it means to dream and what it means to just let your hair down and get some bra and underpants that match and just go out with that guy or you know what I mm -hmm. mean like start that new job you know that Maddie has to get out of her comfort zone and has to you know find chart a new path for herself and what 
what a great lesson that is for her children. She had that exemplified in her mother. She had this artistic mm -hmm. mother, but she never mm -hmm. appreciated it. Like you never do what's in front of you, right? So she was almost the exact opposite of what her mom was and the kind of mm -hmm. parent that she was. And there is some value in looking at your parent, not knowing what to do at all times. You mm -hmm. know, it's like, yes. it's really valuable to be a real human. Um, and I think that, you know, Maddie is very uncomfortable with that idea. and she's has no choice. I mean, this is messy. Yes. Well, I wanted to talk about, since we're talking about mothers and the differences in parents being different from their child, and then also just the overarching thing of community when it comes to serenity, we see that so much with Ty and Maddie, because there was this moment where Maddie had to kind of sit with Ty and say, Hey, you know, we don't carry anybody's sins, but our own, and that we'll find mm -hmm. a way forward together. And I'm sure that mm. was very important for Ty, especially, you know, getting in fights, losing his, his, his pitching arm is not as strong. Like we're starting to see him really be affected. So, you know, Tammy, if you want to share what you thought about that scene and then Carson from you, what I would love to know is has this character helped you evolve as a person? So we'll start with Tammy and then go to you, Carson, on that. You know, when parents go through a divorce, you know, the kid's default button is, you know, this is, I did something wrong. This is my fault. And I think I was seeing in Ty, the choices and the feelings he was having was, you know, this is on me. This is like, I'm, I'm angry at my dad, but and you could see Ty just drowning. And it was really, really hard yeah. to watch and beautiful to see his community, his family, his mother, you know, your relationship with your brother and your sister, everything is just so, thankfully, Ty has that net. Mm -hmm. And so when you were, when you were going through it, when Ty was going through it, like you said, um, Jamie, when, when Maddie said, the only sins you need to carry are your own, or, you know, are your own, don't take on mine. I thought that was right. so profound, like mother to son, don't take on my sins. Don't take on my, my trouble. How did that feel? Just, um, just to go off what you said, I mean, uh, the word you use drowning is just, is just perfect. I mean, there's just, there's so many things going on and he just doesn't know how to process that. And obviously it's, it's coming out in anxiety and angst and a failure to do the one thing that he enjoys more than anything, pitching and playing baseball. Mm -hmm. And so you have just all four corners of his life just kind of falling down. And it's, it, it was a lot and it was, it was really, really hard to portray. And so what I did, um, I did so much research on what it was like to go through like a divorce uh, as mm -hmm. the, from the kid's perspective. And I, I reached out to some friends and I did research online and it's just, it's, it's horrible. And it's like you said, I mean, do you, do you blame yourself? Was, was it my fault? Was it my mom's fault? Was it my dad's fault? Um, and the one thing that Ty really had was brother. And I, I love the relationship between Ty and, and his sister, because it is just, it's the cutest thing. Um, she is just represents this, she's this embodiment of innocence throughout the whole mm -hmm. show. And I really think like, that's why her character is there. And so Ty keeps going back to this, this innocence and he just loves to kind of relish in that fact that she's so young and she's so innocent and what, what, I, what I give to not understand what's going on. And mm -hmm. it's, it's just amazing. Yeah, and so going, 
going through that and kind of trying to embody that character was a really tough experience. And I know like I've talked to, yeah. I talked to Joe about it. I talked to Norman, the director and Cheryl, and just how they want me to, to play this character. And I mean, when, when I threw myself at this so much, I mean, I, I learned so much about myself. Um, it, it taught me so many lessons on how to, to deal with stress and how to um, use a support system. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and it, it was, it was a transformative experience. It really was. Wow, that is so powerful to be able to, you know, our jobs and our individual lives are generally not mutually exclusive. So it's awesome (laughs) that Mm -hmm. you had the opportunity to work with this cast and it helped you evolve your life as Carson as well and not just the character tie. That is so powerful. Yeah, and that's that's how I I love the ability of uh, just the, the idea of experiences and how they shape you and how... Yeah. One person can go through the same exact thing, but it shapes them a completely different way. And that's, that's so inspiring to me because it mm-hmm. formulates the people, it formulates uh, your, your philosophy on life. And it's just, it's so cool. And I love talking about that with, with Norman and Cheryl and, and, every, and all the other cast members and see how this experience can affect Ty for the worse and also for the better. Mm-hmm. You know, going back to the relatability of it, it's it's so interesting to see this episode with Noreen, or just with the dynamic between the three siblings of how they're dealing with this in different ways. You know, so like mm-hmm. I at one point yeah. went through a similar situation of you know my, my hair and splitting up, and I saw exactly what they were going through. Like Ty is like not going to deal with it. You know, Kyle is like okay, maybe I'll give it a chance. And then, like you said, Katie is just this yeah. this blissful ignorance of not knowing what's going on. So it's just so beautiful to see the three different portrayals of how each each child is dealing with this big situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's exactly what I was going at. It's 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 amazing. It's beautiful. Yes, it we is. love hearing. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was just it. gonna say also the relationship. I I'm curious to see how the relationship of like Ty and Bill kind of plays out because that one <sighs> scene where he's like giving him crap and kind of heckling him at the church. It's like ooh, that like that gave me chills. I mean, you just feel for Ty. You really do. And so you did so well at that like that part. I mean, and that Thank scene. So it's like you're like, Bill, back off. And it's, it almost makes you angry because Bill doesn't realize how much he's hurting Ty. And it's like, how do you not realize this? And then I'm like, man, yeah. come on. Come on. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> it's just, I, I, I feel like Ty, Ty, oops, sorry, go for it. No, no, you all good. Okay. I, I, I feel like Ty um, felt like his, his dad just didn't do his job as a dad. And he resents that in him, you know, like, come on, dad, you have one job literally you had one job and you <laughs> failed mm-hmm. um and I mean how and like that's from from a child's perspective like how can you ever look at that person the same way again and mm-hmm. it, it was just it was it was a, yeah like going back to just the conflict of emotions and, and the blame and just how much Ty values his family and now like you hurt the most important people in my life mm-hmm. and I'm not gonna and why, why should I ever give you a second why should I even talk to you after that Ooh, yeah wow Oh, and that's just, so heavy for a child. Yes, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was just going to say, you know, seeing Ty, seeing his parents as human for the first time is yes, traumatic. Yes. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. Yes, I would definitely agree. And we're seeing that trauma play out. And we love hearing about those challenges that you had, um, Carson, in playing Ty. So thank you for creating that, you know, making that parallel for us. And, you know, for Joanna, I wanted to ask you, you know, what was the most challenging thing that you had to, that you encountered in playing Maddie? And also what's the most fun thing for you playing this character? Um, <laughs> you know, I think that um, not to 
to give away too much of what happens. I think that um, I felt particularly emotional about moments where she felt like she kind of didn't, she wasn't paying attention to everything that she should have, mm-hmm. mostly family. And I think that she, um, you know, with the new added potential love interest in her life and like getting her job back and, you know, getting into her groove and starting to feel things that she just sort of was, had resigned herself to not experience anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, she didn't see that there was some suffering around her and that like, I could cry just talking about that because the idea, you know, the one thing I think Maddie really hangs her hat on is knowing that she's a good mom and mm-hmm. is really a present mom. And to, to, which is, it was almost like her biggest fear of giving to herself and like indulging in anything that was for her individually would mean that she wasn't able to micromanage and be there for her children in the way that like, that's what, she, that was her job. And mm-hmm. so the mm. her, when she kind of took that leap of faith and allowed herself to feel something different or experience or indulge in something. And it really was immediately met with, you know, realizing that she maybe wasn't there to see all of the feelings and emotions that were going on individually for each of her children. It was really heart wrenching. So um, I think that that was a difficult part. And I, the part that I love most about her is um, just that she, what, like, the realizations that she sort of didn't have it all figured out mm-hmm. and that humility that has come upon her and that sense of strength to carry on and, and want more for her life. But just the reality is, is that Maddie, you know, was willing to stay in a marriage that wasn't filled with a lot of joy and love. And she was willing to just sort of stay this, the course and that choice, there was a choice that was made for her that shook it all up and she was pissed about it. And then, um, and I love that that's that, that idea of like, you know, that she didn't have it all figured out. I also like so fun. Yes, go ahead. I was just going to say, it's interesting what you said, Joanna, about like, she was the one to choose to stay in this marriage, but then he was the one who broke it up because I feel like that is such a real thing. It's like, oh no, like you don't get a now go ruin this like I've been living this hell because of you and you're now gonna choose to leave be- oh like that totally I never thought you know, of that I was like, that's so real I I you know I I'm happily married and, and not that our marriage is like perfect like we annoy each other all the time but mostly <laughs> he me but you know it's fine he was actually <laughs> brought me sparkling water so my heart is like I literally here. he's so sweet but anyway my point is um <laughs> I'm like, does it have tequila in it? Um, <laughs> right, right. I, Do your job. Yeah, I got it. Um, no, but I think that I, you know, some of the the marriages at this point, you know, you've been married for a certain amount of time. And Bill and and Maddie, they got married very young, very, very young. Mm-hmm. I didn't get married. I met my husband when I was almost thirty years old, and so I, um, I think that a lot of times that they end in extramarital affairs and things that, you know, where people aren't happy or totally fulfilled and that's terrible and not right. And I, it would be very, very devastating to overcome that. But I think out of the marriages that I've seen experience that it's, you start to realize that everyone plays a part. And I, and I, I really like, I know it's so easy to hate Bill and it, it would be super easy to hate Marie though. She plays it in this like effortless way that is just so earnest and beautiful and like, yeah. 
special. Um, but he has a big growth in this show as well. And I always told Chris that I was like, you know, I know it's not easy to play the villain. It's not mm-hmm. fun all the time, especially when there's like warm, loving, full-bodied characters that are here and you're just kind of like the dick that just doesn't make the right choice time and time and time again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> but he's flawed and we all are flawed. And sometimes it takes that, you know, and he may never be as evolved or like un- get it like everyone else, but he's going to get his farthest. He's going to get mm. like, there's going to be, there's a journey there too. And I love that they, you know, take the time and, and care mm-hmm. and consideration to offer that perspective and mm-hmm. offer that, that real, like, that is a real life character in our lives. We all Absolutely. know. Bill. Everyone knows a bill or two. Mm-hmm. That so, is very true your only hope is that you have a bill that kind of is like, damn. Can check himself. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. a bummer move, but I should probably should have done that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, it seems like Chris Klein is handling it just fine. And we definitely want all of you watching to tune in because we actually will have a chance to speak with him. But I think he plays the villain okay because I did see the flash. And we saw a little bit of that from Chris Klein as an actor there. So I just love that. You know, you mentioned that it is hard to vilify someone um, like him and Noreen, but then actually be open to see their growth. So that's mm-hmm. incredible. I've totally appreciated this conversation, as I'm sure everyone has. And I wanted to go to my panel to see, it, does anyone have a question that we missed while we have these lovely TV stars here with us? I wish we had them for another two hours because I didn't have any questions. Yeah, me too. Me too. Just just because the relationship's so beautiful. So thank you, Carson and yeah. Joanna, because your relationship, um, you. you know, your your show relationship is so beautiful. So thank you for that. Oh, and I love you, yeah. Carson. Well, thank you guys. This has been such a crazy time to open up a new show and in a, in a moment. I mean, obviously it's a show that I think is going to be a real breath of fresh air for people. And I'm so proud to do it, but this interview in particular, and I know Carson, I think that you've probably been talking to a lot of people over the last couple of weeks in preparation for the next, you know, what a night like tonight is, or our show finally makes it to the streaming universe, but it's like, you guys made a me feel like this is a show that people are really going to love and, and that you're connected to it. Yeah. And I just want to say thank you because this was super meaningful and I appreciate it. So thank you so much. Oh, we're so Our excited. Pleasure. Thank you guys Truly. so much. Absolutely. And yes, Carson, before we let you out of here, is no, there any- No, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Are there any words you want to share or anything you want to share with the audience about what you hope they take from your character or just anything? at all yeah well I mean I I know it was said earlier but the the story of of community and friendship that this story has is is what everyone needs right now and that support system that we talked about is just it's so essential especially now and I really hope people resonate with that and I hope people love the show yes we absolutely do and now we want to share social media but before we do that we want to share a photo that we pulled off your social media Joanna because we see you yes. and your mama Mother's Day enjoying margaritas. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so we just put that on the screen. So cute. Enjoy. You guys That's look so, so sweet. sweet. So cute. I, I come by so much in the show. I come by it honestly. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. So Joanna, let's tell the people where they can find you on social media so everyone watching can follow and continue to support Sweet Magnolias. 
Uh, you can find me um, at Joe Garcia Swisher on Instagram and Joanna L. Garcia on Twitter and Sweet Magnolias on Netflix. I will be taking over Instagram here and there. And um, I think that's it. Like, that's probably, but you can find me in other places too. But. <laughs> Not well, I'm sure quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about you, Carson? Um, just at Carson Rowland on Instagram and Twitter. And Beautiful. also, Carson's got an amazing voice. So everyone out there who likes to Carson, hear a voice can you sing for us? I can tell. I can tell. I can hear it in your voice. Wait, you and started something... broke up. Was that? I can totally tell that you have a voice. There is something there. I mean, we don't want to put you on the spot, but you want to you want to give us anything? I'm just saying. Uh, yes. Come on. Maybe you guys can head over to Spotify and check okay. it out. <laughs> yes. Yes, we will. And do you have an artist name quarantine? on Spotify? Yeah. Uh, just at Carson. Just Carson Nolan. That's my name. Okay, perfect. And what was that, Kelsey? Amazing. I just want to know, have you been singing a lot in quarantine? Is that how you've been keeping sane? Uh, yeah, definitely a lot. I've been, I've been writing a lot of songs, which has been a, a blast just to kind of have so much time and really devote, um, to devote this excess time to making some, some fun art. So. That awesome. is awesome. Well, we cannot oh, wait, wait to, to hear it. Yes, and thank you guys for being here and thank you guys for tuning in. We definitely hope to see you for the next After Show. We have so much in store for you and really want you to get a feel of what the cast and characters um, and behind the scenes had to bring to you guys. So thank you so much for watching the After Show of Sweet Magnolias on AfterBuzz TV. I'm your host, Jamie Alexander, and you can find me on Instagram at Jamie Alexander, and that's J-A-I-M-I. -I. We have <laughs> Tammy Govea on Twitter. So that's T-A-M-I-G-O-V-E-I-A. -I -I -A. Give us a little wave, Tammy. Yes. And on Instagram and Twitter, we can get Kelsey on Kels Meyer, number two. So that's K-E-L-S-M-E-Y-E-R, the number two. And last but not least, you will find the Brian Santos on Instagram, Twitter, and all the things, social media. Ooh. So thank you guys so much again for tuning in. And We'll see you on the next after show. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. This was so much fun. Our founder, Kevin Undergaro, and me, Maria Menunos, would like to thank you for tuning in to AfterBuzz TV. Remember, we're not just the first, we're the biggest in the world, and we're the only destination for all your favorite TV shows. Whatever you crave, we've got it. So go to AfterBuzzTV.com and check out our lineup. Buzz you later. <laughs> The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principal.